To build a big podcast, David Hooper here. This is the marketing podcast for podcasters. And that's what I focus on, marketing. How to get more people to your podcast, how to get more people to hear your message, how to make more money with your message. If you're not already subscribed, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That has everything that I do, almost everything. There's one podcast that I do that is not on there. And that is actually what I'm going to attach to this episode. It's a podcast called Big Podcast Daily. And if you've been listening to Build a Big Podcast, this one for a long time, you will know that this podcast, Build a Big Podcast, actually started out as Big Podcast Daily. But after about 270 days, I was like, man, no, I can't keep up this pace. However, I went back, revisited the daily format And I do something that I call the Sausage Factory Formula, which is basically reps on how to become a better host. And that is reading something every day. And it is answering a question every day. So reading, because that's important, reading questions, reading bios, reading sponsor ads, and answering a question because you want to keep on your feet. You want to answer questions when people ask you questions. You want to be able to interact with co-hosts. Anyway, Two good skills that I think are important. It comes out seven days a week, but on the weekends, I change up the format. This episode that I'm getting ready to play for you, this is me talking about a situation that I was in relating to reaching out to people and trying to get them to be a guest on your podcast. I think it's something you'll appreciate from that aspect, but I also think it's something that you'll appreciate from the aspect of you likely have people reaching out to you They want you to be a guest. They want to feature you. They want to do deals with you. And this more or less is how not to handle the situation. So with that said, here it is. This is an episode of Big Podcast Daily talking about your ego and how your ego can keep you from getting your message out to people. Quick note, this one's going to sound a little bit different because I'm on different equipment It's not something that's made to be consumed. It's something that I do just for me, so I don't worry about the sound. It's a $60 mic, an ATR2100, that goes straight into the Anchor software. So you'll hear some popping. It's not going to sound as rich and full as Build a Big Podcast, but I'm putting it here because I think that you will get a lot out of this message. And if nothing else, in case you were curious, this is how I sound without any editing. David Hooper, Big Podcast Daily, not the podcast you're looking for if you want marketing information, although I'm going to change up the format a little bit and talk about something kind of marketing related because I just finished a blog article. This is about 1,400 words and it is about your ego and killing your message. Before I get into this, I want to let you know that Big Podcast slash subscribe or bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That's the more accurate URL. That's where to get the real podcast, the marketing information. This one though, let me tell you what happened. I reached out to somebody about getting her on the podcast. I was very impressed with a video that she's, uh, well, she posted it and it was going around. I was like, oh, this, this lady's great. She's passionate about this message and I really wanted to get her involved and 
interview her basically on Red Podcast because I thought it was an important message in Red Podcast. And again, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe if you don't know the podcast that I'm talking about. Red Podcast is a podcast for experts and influencers. I've got basically everybody on there that it's maybe like you that has a podcast. I think that's the highest form of leverage. If I can go to people like that with an important message, they hear it. If they get connected to it, it's a domino effect. It's one domino that falls and all the others start to fall. So this woman, by being on one podcast, gets herself on potentially hundreds of other podcasts. If everybody felt the way about this message that I did. Anyway, so I've, I've got the emails that I sent her email and various tweets trying to get her booked. And long story short, I got shut down on this. Wrote an article about it because I thought it was something that would be good for you. Somebody's got a podcast or a message to spread. And also because, you know, I, I think it's just important that we as people, if we say we care about something, actually back that up. I think talk is cheap. And this is maybe an irony, a paradox, if you will, coming from somebody who is in podcasting and makes a living doing books and podcasting and speaking. You know, talk is cheap. It really comes down to having conversations, changing minds. Yeah, words are part of that, but people want to see action. Anyway, I'm going to read you something here. This is uh, this is at bulletin.bigpodcast.com, by the way. I was talking about how real discussions get messy. And would you trust somebody like this? This is a quote from a well-known blogger. He had written this, this is several years ago, but I remembered it. It was memorable because I said, man, this guy, he's just shutting everybody off. He used to be really open to feedback. He was open to having conversations with people and he was easily approachable. He was a nice guy and really big on a community. He had a forum around him and his forum was one of those forums that was so big, I don't even think he participated in it. He may have in the early days, but it was so big, there was a community around him, around his ideas, that more or less hundreds of users were supplying the content for his website. And that is always a good situation to be in. If you do a book, a podcast, a blog, and people are starting to communicate with each other and you're not involved, that's amazing. That is incredible. So all of a sudden he decides, oh no, I I don't want to get involved in this. This is all about me and you guys don't know what you're doing. Here's what he says here. He says, if you're reading this website and you feel the urge to contact me with your feedback, question, proposal, etc., don't do it. If that bothers you, well, I suppose you'll have to get used to disappointment. I don't even care to receive typo reports. People will still figure out the message despite the typo gremlin's mischief. What I said on this is that it's direct, which I appreciate know where the guy stands but at the same time you can be direct without being harsh and why would you reject a message from someone who is trying to help you do a better job of spreading your message i think that's stupid more or less the story in this article talks about that this is me wanting to spread a message and (laughs) it was harsh the email that i got back but i didn't want to you know get my panties in a wide and be like oh screw this lady and do something that would be um, 
I'm not sure that I would have done this. I mean, I try to be thoughtful on things, but do something that would be attacking her. I, I've removed all the, I guess, the information that would say like who this is. It doesn't even matter who it is. It's not limited to her and it's not limited to this blogger that I'm talking about. I think a lot of people, we squelch something when somebody is trying to help us, to help us spread a message. And it's easy to do and I get it. You have no idea, or maybe you do, because you're in this space. How many people reach out to me all the time and they say, hey, I'm excited about reading your book and do you have time to talk about it? Or I'm excited to read your book. Can you come speak here? Can you come on my podcast? And I'm like, yeah, man, let's let's talk about those ideas. I, mean, I can't do it to everybody, but I try to have a way for people who are interested in having a discussion to be able to contact me. I don't blow them off and tell them that they're not important. And if they didn't know who I was 10 years ago, by God, why are they coming around now? Because that happens. That actually happens quite a bit. And I'll, I'll give you a story on that. I had a lot of people, I've had this happen, uh, at events that I've done, where I reach out to them, hey man, doing this event, would you be interested in speaking? Hey man, I'm doing this event, would you be interested in coming? And, no, 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 I'm not gonna do it. And then they come back a month or two later, once the event has buzz or once they find out that I've got a book or once they find out kind of like the, don't you know who I am? (laughs) Once they know what I've done, their attitude changes. And I've often thought about situations like that because when somebody comes to me and they want to chat or they want me to be interviewed on their podcast, I don't know who they are. Sometimes they're not going to be one of those people who says, you know, I've worked with this person or this person or this person. Sometimes, and a lot of times, actually, I have found the people that are, I think the most successful are also the most laid back. They don't need to let people know everything that they have done. You don't need to announce your departure. For example, if you get mad, don't announce your departure. This is not an airport. The same thing is if you've got a watch and you know what time it is. If it's a Rolex, let's say, you don't need to say, oh, let me check my Rolex for the time or let me pick you up in my Tesla. Don't announce it. Just show up in the Tesla. Pull out the Rolex and look at it. We'll see what you're driving or what you're wearing. We don't need you to announce everything. Anyway, the most successful people, I think they realize that and they don't have to announce every little thing. It's the people who are not very successful that maybe, you know, they feel like they've got to announce that stuff and they've got to, you know, I guess work hard to have their place at the table. And I get that. I mean, there were times when, you know, hell, I bought a house, a full on big ass house, three stories, decks and all this stuff, you know, really nice place. And, And part of that going above and beyond really what I should have one person in this huge ass house. This is before I was married. Uh, it's just a, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't edit anything on this in the language. I've got to be very skillful here because <laughs> I don't want to go back and then have to edit myself, but you know, trying to be like the man, or something. I think we all go through that when we're on the come up, on our way up, and we want to let other people know that we have arrived because it takes a while to do that. But if you've been there a while, you're like, yeah, okay. Well, you know, maybe I don't need to let everybody know. Maybe they will see it. They will know. Anyway, 
this article, bulletin.bigpodcast.com. If you don't know about my blog, it's bulletin.bigpodcast.com. You can go and you can look at it. It's a little bit different for Big Podcast Daily because normally I'm reading things, reading other people's stuff. And I did read some of mine or read this quote here. And it's me answering questions, but this is on my mind because I'm about two seconds away from publishing this thing. It's a six minute read. Take a look at it. If you're curious about it, it's called, is your ego killing your message? And it may be, and I think that it can kill your message in ways that you have not thought about. But if you can get this under control, you've got just the opposite of that. You've got something that will amplify your message and do it in a very big way. It'll be like that message board. It's other people doing content for you, other people doing your marketing for you, other people doing your outreach for you. And that is super powerful. Say you got 100 people. Let's say you got 10 people. 10 people, maybe they're working 10, 15% of what you would have done. You got 10 of them. Well, that's 100% of what you could do. And if they're at 15%, that's 150% of what you can do. And I think it's probably beyond that because when you've got somebody else spreading your message, that comes across more powerfully than you spreading it for yourself. People trust other people talking about you more than they do you talking about you. And I'm going to end with this. Imagine that I'm wearing a Rolex and I'm saying to you, hey, let me check my Rolex. Or somebody else telling you, oh yeah, David wears a Rolex. Sounds better, right? Or David has done this. Or David lives in this house. Or David drives in this car. Same for you. Other people telling those things, it's kind of like, oh, wow, wow. It's an element of surprise. And this is the kind of thing that you have in your podcast interviews, I'm sure. When you're interviewing somebody in your podcast, you do not tell all of their story in the intro. Everybody that they've worked with, what they've done, the big deal, you let it emerge. And that's what we're talking about here. So for more on this, bulletin.bigpodcast.com. It's the blog, bulletin.bigpodcast.com. And for the podcast that you really care about, that one, the marketing podcast, that one's at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Thanks for listening to me rant. I will see you here tomorrow. I'm here every day. Have a great weekend. David back again. This is Build a Big Podcast. That other podcast, it's called Big Podcast Daily. And I'm assuming you can find it. It's not one that I link to because basically, as I mentioned, it is me doing reps. It's me reading things and answering questions. Maybe it's interesting to you. Maybe not. I don't push it. Search for it, Big Podcast Daily, wherever you get your podcast, you'll probably find it. The one you want though, it's this one, Build a Big Podcast because this is the one where I focus on marketing, spreading your message, making more money with your message. So go to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe, get this one, and I'll see you on the next episode.